0: What's going on, everybody?
1: Welcome to the After Fight Podcast Show. I am your host, LeBron Stephen, but you can call me LBZ, L LB, Boogie, Big Brown, Brown Brown, B Brown, LB Bronny, the choice is yours. Welcome to episode 87. We have a very, very, very special guest, Shaq Rao is on the podcast today. Cleveland, Ohio native, played his high school football at Warrensville Heights High School and Glenville High School. From there. He committed to the Ohio State University. Uh, Unfortunately, had to go the JC route, going to Ohio Western Community College. Uh, Played very well there, becoming a junior college star. And from there, he signed with West Virginia University. Um, Was a two-year starter there, amassing 97 tackles, 11 TFLs. Uh, Went undrafted in the 2014 NFL draft, signed as a PFA with the Carolina Panthers. And now, uh, Shaq is doing amazing things in the trucking industry, and also a father, and a, and a, and a husband. Uh, so yeah, super uber excited to get Shaq on the show. We actually have a lot of history together, uh, playing together in high school. So haven't talked to my guy in uh, in years actually. <laughs> so just send him a link, and once he jumps on, we will go. You can hear me, bro. Yes,
0: sir. Uh, what's, what's going on with you, man? <laughs> I, have littered, huh? I don't know how to do all this.
1: <laughs> hey, it's good to see you, man. It's been a, it's been a long time, bro. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. We all set, man. How how, how you doing, bro? It's good to see you, man. man
0: Living. <laughs> life's good, bro. For real. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, same, same. I can't I can't complain at all, man. Hey, I appreciate you tapping in, man. I, I know you're a super busy, busy man. And I, I, I promise I won't, I won't, I won't keep you long, bro. Yeah,
0: I put the kids to bed, bro. I got
1: all night, bro. I'm
0: chilling. <laughs> I ain't about to be sitting here home, I'm busy. I ain't busy. I'm chilling.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's real. That's real. So yeah, bro, this is called the After Effects show. I started it. It'd be three years in June, man. Um, after I was I after I decided to stop playing ball, man. Um, I found that storytelling was a passion of mine. So I try to do it in a lot of different formats. This is a, this is one of the formats, man. I think that all of us athletes, you know, we've all been like top recruits and we've lived, you know, a hell of a life, man. But I think that a lot of times, a lot of us, we, a lot of guys like us, we don't get to tell our stories, you know, most of the time it's guys that, uh, made it and had like this 10 year career and, you know, then they start their own stuff, man. So this is kind of just a free and safe space. For us to relive that journey and talk about some of those times and, you know, talk about life after football and stuff like that, man. So
0: they made it, but we made it too, though. Just because we didn't go to the league don't mean we did make it.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, no, no, definitely. I mean, I, I'm saying like they made it to I know
0: the top level. Yeah, but we
1: made it. We graduated college. Like coming from where we come from, that's you, like you said, that's still making it. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean?
0: Yeah, the way I live, I made it. You know, I live like a doctor do
1: yeah, yeah.
0: making it to the league you made it Dude, right doctor have thirty year careers and make more money people living in right. live in the league i live in suburbs in a big house yeah kids. the way i live now i would have never imagine
1: yeah 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 hey hey, hey that's dope man <laughs> so yeah we can um we can dive right into it man i usually just start off like at childhood and then just kind of work through um um work through the career man so you know we getting old now i'm starting to feel old but just talk about man I was born in '89, so I think you was born in '90. But talk about January you know, seven, January 7th January 7, Okay, okay. So he, just, so he just had a birthday. Okay. Yeah. um Talk about if you can remember, just kind of relive your childhood, man. How was it growing up in the '90s? I always say this, like you know, in my opinion, we grew up different than the kids now, right? We didn't have the internet came out in '98. We didn't have social media. We didn't have camera phones.
0: You know, we really had
1: we really had to be outside and play. So let's talk I, about I the think-
0: childhood. I think my earliest memory was uh, Chris Cross. <laughs> you remember right. that with the Braves uh-huh. growing up? Mm-hmm. We was like six, seven. I think that's All like right. my first memory of being a kid, living in Cleveland. Yeah. Yep. Chris yep. Cross and, man.
1: I remember like
0: Jay-Z, like, yeah. that came yeah. a little bit later, but. Fisk Cross yeah. was like the biggest song back then when we was little little kids. Right,
1: right, right, right. Yeah. Back when you, back when you had like music videos and yeah, you know what I mean, stuff like that. And we was
0: really outside playing in the backyard or the front around the corner or in the dirt exactly. field across the street. Exactly. Yeah, football, exactly. baseball, and basketball. Not like today, like you said. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Same man. I remember my father used to always play like you know uh, Nas and and, and Jay Z and his Big favorite rap- his, his favorite record rapper, rapper was Biggie. So uh, Biggie, Big Pun, he's a place for R R and B too. But yeah, like you said, man, just being J. outside playing, yeah, Mary J. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so yeah. man, um, talk about kind of like when you would say, you know, kind of that light switch started started to come on for you, or like you started to notice that when you started to get into sports that you were like bigger and stronger and faster than a lot of the other guys. Like, because for me, um, because I went to Cleveland Public School from kindergarten to eighth, and then I went to yeah. Orangeville and ninth. But I would probably say for me, probably like ninth grade, because when I went to Warren'sville and knife, right. I started varsity like I was like 14. Yeah, right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's when I started seeing like dang, hey, like, there's no other 14-year-olds on varsity. And then you start to see, you know, strength levels and 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 you know versus show, your same age competition. So I would say that's when it started to kind of make sense, but you know you're 14, yeah. so you really don't understand it for real. Especially back then, it wasn't like all these training videos and all that. Everybody like,
0: was competitive and we were just learning. Yeah,
1: yeah. We were just raw, we were raw athletes. We would we yeah. would compete and and but then I would say my life was probably hit on 10th grade. Like that's when I started, I got, I think I had like 10 sacks and I made all the all LEL. I know I was
0: there. I was a freshman. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> I got to so, see it right right so that's when
1: it, it really i would say seventh grade is when it really was like okay yeah no i think i could probably go i could probably play college football like you know what i said because like growing up in the 90s my father used to always uh make me eat on newspaper like like he, we would go to mcdonald's you know get some food then you lay the newspaper on, on on the floor put my right. new, put, put all my food on the floor and just sit there and watch all the games on, on like abc espn like, it, obviously it was always a a goal of mine to try to play in the big 10, you know, you know, cause we met West kids, man. But right. after that 10th grade year, it was like, Oh yeah, no, I think this can actually happen. So it was kind of like a trippy thing, but I would say that's what my life switch hit on. Who would you say kind of yours as you started like playing sports and noticing that you were like bigger, think, stronger, faster. I think I had guys? a
0: couple. Uh, I can remember the first one. I was in the sixth grade. Chris was in the eighth grade. When we was living in East Cleveland. Okay. Um, I was too big to play mini league, Ron. You know how big I am. I was <laughs> right, too big, right, right. so I couldn't play mini league. Right. So I played flag football at Superior Elementary in East Cleveland. Okay. And, but like, like you said, growing up, we never played like really organized sports until we got to the older level. But
1: exactly.
0: Sixth grade year, I played flag football. I was MVP. I played basketball. I was MVP, and I played yeah. baseball and I was MVP. And <laughs> you know, my brother Chris was like. Man, you're a sorry ass, man. <laughs> we ain't doing shit. Right, right, right. Because <laughs> yeah. Chris was the first one to get the MVP. Right, right, right. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, he getting MVP. He got it in one sport. He got it in football. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. It was always competitive, but it was quiet. Never on no Hayden stuff. It was like, you know what? Right. Chris got the first MVP. Actually, it was basketball, but he, he got the participation. He got an MVP, but he got uh, <laughs> he got football MVP in. That was my first step. And then I got to uh, seventh grade when I went to Kirk Middle School. Uh
1: Kirk, yeah.
0: Everybody yeah. was my size. East Cleveland, everybody was my size. East Cleveland always had some big dudes, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. you remember how big I was? So picture when I got to ninth grade. Everybody in seventh grade was that big already. Yeah. So when I got there, that was my first year really playing organized football.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, I remember Coach Brown, Rodney Brown, I don't know if he's still a coach or not. I don't know. but He was like, we're going to do the uh, Oklahoma drill." First day out there, I'm out there, smacking everything. Yeah, Coach yeah. Like, she, he's starting. That was because Brownline. <laughs> you remember L, don't you? Yeah, uh, yeah. Le- oh, left, uh, left. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tattoos in the seventh grade. Yep. That was a running back.
1: Oh yeah. wow, L was yeah. nice at football, and he was nice in basketball too. Man. Like he was I, I'm more, you yeah, know, I remember. I remember him. He played oh. quarterback for Saw, didn't he?
0: Quarterback, running back. He yeah. was yeah. one of those dudes, man. <laughs> he, he was actually there.
1: one of the better athletes, like, like I remember from high school. Yeah, I feel yeah. like he peaked
0: too early. Yeah,
1: yeah. if he, he would move nice. like
0: me, and you did to a better situation earlier, right. he'd have had success. Right, but right. He stayed in EC. You know how that go? You get caught up in that blender and uh, it just grinds uh-huh. you at the end of the day. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Then uh, eighth grade, we left East Cleveland, moved to Warrensville.
1: Right, right. That's when um, Chris was in. Chris was tenth, uh, going to the eleventh. was a junior. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, he yeah.
0: Transferred up there. Yeah, and that was another step. I'm leaving EC. You know, you know how, how the area is down. It's rough. I'm going right. to Orangeville. I'm like, oh, it's sweet up here. Right. Nobody <laughs> blocking me. Hey, <Eighth> great. <laughs> bro. I, I, don't <coughs> I was so big, bro. Seeing Shaw. I mean, Kirk. We had everybody was big, so we had jersey. I was seeing so big, bro. They had to give me a practice jersey to play the game, bro. <laughs> I remember, I hearing, I remember
1: hearing. I remember hearing about you, um, bro. It cause, did because when I went to Warrensville, that was my first year in the ninth grade, and uh-huh. that was your, that was Christmas. That was grade, my eighth grade, eleventh grade So that's all they was talking about, like, because at first nobody knew me. I didn't, I didn't know nobody because I didn't. Bruh. I went to Cleveland Public School, so I was just like introducing myself. Everybody like, man, who is this dude? Like, um, and then and then after like we in the middle of the season, everybody was talking about you, saying that you know, saying. You, were, right. you was gonna be coming here next year, so yeah. Think
0: about Warrenville was just like Glenville. Nobody was originally from there, right? Right. So it was a hotbed <laughs> of talent that nobody. We we didn't go to Glenville, but we went to Warrensville because it was like you lived in the Harvard area. We moved from East Cleveland up to Warrensville because it was like a. Right. It was better than being in the hood.
1: Exactly, and and Culliver you know I mean? and Culliver was there too. So yeah,
0: so yeah. that that transition helped. And then my ninth grade year, when I got to play with y'all, I was like, this. Right. Is different, like this is real talent. You got my brother, they got you, Marky,
1: I mean. Yeah,
0: yeah. That was real talent, bro, like, and that's when it hit. That's when it hit for you, yeah, yeah. My freshman year, I I wasn't ready, like I was ready to play, but I wasn't mentally ready. I was just a big dude that was using my raw talent all the time, I wasn't really coached up like that. But as you know, the following year, my 10th grade year, your junior year, it's That's when, when it everything clicked for me. Same thing for me. Starting on both sides.
1: Yep, yep, same thing for me. <laughs> you was playing
0: center.
1: I was a yep. tackle.
0: And I was, and I was playing. Defense. You would get in a D. both be dead tired.
1: Man, Culliver had me everywhere. I, w- I was playing. I was playing D. I was playing. Outside was playing. linebacker. Outside linebacker, standing up. They put me at inside linebacker for a couple games. Like, like, I would get snaps at inside linebacker. Like, they had me everywhere, man. So, yeah, I, I, I remember that. But like you said, man, that ninth and 10th grade year, if you're if you were like an elite athlete, for some reason, that ninth and 10th grade year is like That transition. That's, you, that's yeah, because your ninth grade year is like it's like you have the body and the strength, but you, you don't have the mind, you're still not there yet, right? You were fresh 14, you plan to get 17, 18 year olds, so it's just yeah, it's right not there. But that yeah. like that, that 10th grade year, that's when it started coming, like and it all started coming together, yeah. I remember your 10th yeah. grade year, you went off, yeah, because then
0: like I can remember the biggest thing was I remember from my ninth grade to 10th grade year was In the weight room, me, you, and I mean,
1: yeah, and I tell crazy. people this
0: story all the time, bro. We was in there curling 225. People think I'm capping when I say that. <laughs> I'm like, bro, we was meatheads. Me, and you, we and I used to, we used to go room. hard,
1: man. We used to go meatheads. hard. Meatheads. I'm like, we, Brian, we was you want to 15?
0: my turn, we was motivated, yeah, Dude, that is, <laughs> like to me, that was, I think, we peaked far as lifting weights at Warrensville, because as you know, when we got to Glenville, it was all yeah, it was all we were stronger was, than everybody there when we got there. Yeah, at the ville it was
1: it all speed. I felt like when I got to the ville I got a lot faster Nasty. and quicker. Endurance wise, yeah, yeah exactly. Endurance, I could physically. Run a we was time. already
0: ready when we got there. As exactly. you think about it, when when your senior year it was you, Otis, fifty. Oh, we
1: had a squad.
0: Me, uh, man, yeah, Mel, Jamel. No, I'm saying like just Warrensville. Me, you, yeah, Otis, yeah. and fifty. Those four yep. people that we left Warrensville and went down there and took spots at Glenville. Right, so right, right. Everybody like, where's Warrensville at? They learned real quick <laughs> where Warrensville was from. Real quick. They like, man, right. sweet. We got in the weight room, I remember. we was down yep. there killing the weight room. Yeah. But we had to catch up to him with the speed because we was already, as far as being strengthened. Yeah, football, yeah. We, 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 had de- we
1: definitely way. had the strength. But, yeah, we, we had to catch up uh, on the speed side. It's uh, it's crazy, man, because, I like, people... I run into every time you know I go back home to Cleveland and visit some right. visit my family. I run into a lot of guys, uh, and guys always ask me, you know, from other schools, maybe went to Warrensville or Mayport You know, how was that transition right. to the Ville And I always tell them like, just you know, the level, like you said, the speed and just the level of competition. Yeah, because because remember, like we could, I mean, we 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 went a little harder practice, but we could kind of chill. In practice at Warrensville, you know. Let's be honest, but because we pra- we practiced at the VILL was like nah, like intense. Everybody, like, yeah. it was like going Every, to college. Everybody was exactly. good. Everybody was good, and everybody trying you and not know, yet, like like. So that's why I tell guys all the time: the level of competition, like you really gotta bring it and show that that you that guy, like you know what I mean. And so
0: yeah.
1: I appreciated that because that that high level of intensity and that high level of competitiveness, like it it gets you ready for college, like you know. It was what a saying? big but,
0: transition from. Leaving Warrensville to where it was physically tough. I honestly, I think we was better coached at Warrensville than we was at Glenville. But as okay. far as athletics, endurance, yeah. and just yeah. having heart, that came from. I mean, we already had heart, but that came yeah. from Glenville. Coach Ginn, yeah, he's
1: man, instilling into all that running, yeah.
0: Uh, he, if, he, I tell people this all the time. I never heard Coach Ginn tell us about winning those state championships, not one time. Right. That so, being I mean, all about yeah, us, yeah. College
1: winning your, your life, yeah. Life. yeah. Yeah, and, and and I think and I feel like I always hear him say that, like you know, winning the state championship, they did it this year. Uh, yeah. shout, shout out to the bill, right. but you know, he always say that's never his goal. You know what I mean? It's, he's he's always trying to help guys win in life. And at the end of the day, man, you know you you can appreciate that. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, once you get older I and mean,
0: you're not playing football no more, you move into a, a real career. You like, man, football has taught me so much more than just football. Going exactly. through adversity and stuff in the game teach you about life. When you go exactly. through adversity, when you first get into the career field of, exactly. I don't know what I want to do, even though I got a college degree in psychology. I'm like, bro, what am I gonna do with this college degree exactly. in psychology, bro? Exactly. I'm a truck driver, bro. <laughs> hey,
1: and 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 we're gonna talk about that, but that's why I named this after effect, man, because mm. all of us, all of us athletes, we have an after effect, we're like an aftershock from like yeah. all the all the weights and all the the years of conditioning and. And all the wins, the losses, the injuries, all that stuff, man. And then right. when it's all said and done, you have that after effect of you have to figure out that next thing you want to do. And in yeah. and, and a lot of ways, I feel like I took that mindset that we had playing ball into what I do now. You know, I work a corporate yeah. job, I'm in healthcare uh, right. finance um, down here in Atlanta. But even just doing these some of these creative things too, staying consistent, staying vigilant, and all that, because that's, that's the same type of mindset that we had in football, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so man, if you can remember, um, talk about like, talk about recruiting. Cause obviously, you know, the, the landscape is so, they got NIL, <laughs> they got transfer portal. They got, these got these dudes getting NIL deals in high
0: school. You want to talk about now when we was coming?
1: No, 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 when, when we was coming. Cause I remember okay. I, first, I first started getting letters in ninth grade. And then after that 10th grade season at Warrensville, that's how I remember I got my first offer. From Miami, Ohio. Um, right. I started getting a couple of the Mac schools. And then right when we transferred to Glenville, I remember Indiana came through. Um, and then it was mostly like Big Ten and like, you know, Connecticut and Duke and all that. So if you can remember, just talk your recruitment process. Obviously, we all wanted to go to Ohio State. Right. <laughs> and so I uh, remember
0: my first offer was before we was transferring to Glenville when Coach Culliver was uh-huh. originally trying to get us to go to Richmond. He uh-huh. said, hey, my boy at Notre Dame offered you. I said, Coach. <laughs> I ain't got no race for Notre Dame. He was like, I'm just telling you they offered you. I'm like, Notre Dame offer. He was like, yeah, going to your junior season. I didn't know that was your first
1: offer.
0: I'm like, Notre Dame, bro." He was like, my boy coach there, they want you. So I'm like, <laughs> all right. So then that was my first official offer. That was the only one I had before we went to Glenville. Yeah. And I remember we went to Glenville. Uh, Illinois is my second offer. Okay. And then I didn't get no more offers till we went to the uh game camp the first year. Ginn camp. You remember yeah, that tour, the first one? Yeah, yeah. two thousand six. Yep. Yeah. That game camp. That's my daughter. She crying. That game camp, dude. I think we was the first class to do that, right? We had to. Be. Um, because he took the top players from the state, supposedly.
1: I think that was the. I think that was the first year that he expanded and took other guys. Remember, because he took, right. yeah, he took guys from, like, Maple. He took, remember, uh, Dane Sotsenbacher, the receiver? Yeah. The white receiver. For yeah, yeah, Ohio State. That's what Ohio State yeah. offered him. He was killing yeah. everybody. I think that was the first year he did that, when he took all the guys from the area. It wasn't just Glenville guys. It was, yeah. it was a bunch of other different guys, yeah. So I think I that was the first year he did that.
0: So when we did that, of course, it was a clean sweep with the Mac schools. Right, everybody right. Could, we all got oh, the max offers. No disrespect, but we all knew I'm not going back, bro. Right, right, right. I'm not. No disrespect, <laughs> nobody. This is the time where you had Toledo. Toledo was like the top dog, uh-huh. and then everybody else was under that. Right. And then right. I think uh, Indiana wanted me to play offensive line. Okay, okay. Uh, Iowa. I knew I wasn't going to Iowa. My brother told me not to come there.
1: Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, Iowa was uh, a crazy experience, man. A crazy experience. If I yeah. if, if I could have did it over again, man, I to be honest, I probably would have just went, Mac or or yeah. or some some or what would you know now? Yeah, knowing what? what I know now, or like or somewhere like Purdue, somewhere Indiana. where where their defense fit my style of play. Like, right, right, right I, right. I went to Iowa and they had me playing a five technique, two gapping because they ran an under defense, like. They didn't take advantage of my skill set, like they not, you know, not they what did. they
0: would do today. You would be a totally different player. You'd exactly. be more of a because uh, <laughs> I, I I was a tweener. Everybody yeah. knows I was a tweener. What's the number seven up? for the Eagles? Really? Yeah, yeah. Right. That's right. your yeah. style of play. Stand up. Hey, stand and put up. Your hand, hand down on some the time. ground. Exactly. And and you and, 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 and ground, you was too far ahead of you are man. what they are now. That was teams, exactly. bro.
1: Exactly, man. So, so man. it was like. A lot of times, bro, like, you know, we we, we older now, man. Um, I'll be 34. My birthday is in about a month, March 4th. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, man, once I was really done playing I'm around, like, 26, 27, because I, I did the arena, arena ball for a little bit. I, Shaq, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. Like, I, it was years Like I couldn't even think about. It. I never wanted to even think about that, like, how shit went, because I knew mm-hmm. – I knew that I had to. I had the talent and the capability. Like everybody, all my teammates at Iowa, they everybody knew. Like all the, all, all the respect from your teammate, you all you have it from everybody. But you dealing, you had a PWI. You are dealing with these racist ass coaches. Oh. And you know me, like I'm. I'm like the guy that do everything right. Never been on academic probation, never, right? But still, just dealing with the bullshit because.
0: Politics and football.
1: Yeah, cause we black. Like and, that shit is real. And, and you got all these white boys, they grandfathers and fathers and great grandparents went to Iowa. They giving money to the school.
0: Donors. Like, That's yeah, what people I, talk about. I, lived, I
1: had I had to like I had to get in therapy, man, just to like to to be willing to like try to just heal from all the BS, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. But yeah, yeah like you say, man. You know, it it, it was good times. We all were super super talented, man. So if you could just remember. Who was your top three? Obviously, I mean, I I knew you was going to Ohio State, but like All who right, was your so top I'm three? gonna tell you my top
0: three, then I'm gonna tell you a funny story on how I ended up picking my school. Okay. So when we first got to Glenville, Coach Ginn brought me in the room. He was like, Yeah, Culliver told me no the name I offered you. But what's your top three? Yeah. So <laughs> I said, Miami, Florida, Ohio State. He's, I mean, used to always talk about Miami <laughs> and USC. Okay. Soon as I said Miami again, he said you're not going to fucking Miami. <laughs> he was like, I don't know, P. Carroll at USC. He was like, but if you want to go to Ohio State, it's a done deal. Right. I'm like, cool. All right. Cool. And that one lineman ended up going to USC, but he
1: was after you, right? Andre uh, Walker. Yeah, Andre Walker.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to him, but yeah. Um, so,
1: so then was your top three? So the USC and the. The USC yeah. ended up
0: offering you, yeah. But I knew I wanted to go in there, I just wanted to go there for the visit. But yeah, that's all we're about to kick into the next part of it. So <laughs> I was gonna take my five visits. Right. Uh the first one was Illinois. That's the year they went to the Rose Bowl, they beat Ohio State and they were playing USC and the Rose Bowl. Okay. That's why I wanted to go to USC. Okay. So we went to... man, quite kill me for this story, but I don't care. We went to Illinois. You went with Cordell. Me and Cordell went to okay. Illinois on our visit.
1: Okay.
0: And uh
1: Yeah, it was like it was like he got gagged.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know what Cordell was doing, but I know when I went there, right? <laughs> y'all went there, had y'all went? <laughs> bro, I didn't think that was real, Brian. <laughs> right. I'm, like, yeah, I'm about to go here. <laughs> well, probably right. drink, get a couple right. dollars, and bounce. No, right, right, right. It was the complete opposite.
1: It, it, it was action action. I don't remember who my you. host
0: was, but I was kicking it with Jeff Cumberland.
1: Jeff Cumberland. Eric Robertson. He was from Mabel. Ohio. Eric Robertson went to Maple. That was my boy,
0: yep. but my host, I forget this dude's name, he got me right. <laughs> cool. Got, got you together. Got me right. So I'm like, <laughs> cool. Ball don't have fun. And uh, Cornell like, ended up, end up
1: going there over
0: Ohio State. <laughs> no, look, so boom. But only thing I didn't like was where the school was at because we got we in. Flew Champagne,
1: in, the- in Champagne.
0: Yeah, but I, it was like an hour and a half ride to get there. I'm like, ah, it was a fun visit. So next week we got Ohio State lined up.
1: Yeah,
0: Rob Rose roll out the red carpet. He oh, oh you know, it. You know uh, it. Rob was my host. I just uh, talked Ray to Rob yesterday. <laughs> Rolled out the red carpet, had fun. I remember Wayne was there. Yeah, Wayne had a concert. Yeah, took us to there, took us to Club Ice, and yeah. you know what happened after that,
1: right? Right. So right. gotta
0: love, gotta love Columbus. <laughs> so look, so look, <laughs> we get back to Cleveland. It uh no, actually we went to uh yeah, no yeah we went to Ohio State. No 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 no, I take that back. Went to Ohio State first.
1: Okay okay,
0: because that's how the story about to lead to where it went. Went to O-State first, and then Illinois. And then they rode out the red carpet in Illinois. It's crazy. Okay. Okay. So we get back. you know, after that, you come back to school Monday. And again, blowing me up. I'm like, what's up, man? He was like, you going to Illinois too? I'm like, I said, Coach, what is you talking about? He was like, are you going to Illinois? I said, Coach, no. You know where I'm going. Yeah. Like, he was like, well, what the hell happened? Because Cordell going to Illinois. I said, no, he ain't. He said... Cordell committed to Illinois. <laughs> I don't know why. Hopefully you can interview Cordell. He might give you a different story, but I'm telling you from my perspective. No, I how no, 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 I, no. I interviewed Cordell a while ago. I had him on
1: like episode in the 40s or something like that. But he,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, I would have to go back anyway. He he didn't give like all the details. Like he kind of kept it clean. Like.
0: I can't tell you <laughs> what, what he was doing on his part of visit, but I know what I was yeah. talking on my side.
1: Yeah.
0: He might have had a secret meet. I don't know. <laughs> I ain't getting no secret meet with no money, but they did everything else. Okay, they wanted okay. me to come, so I'm yeah. like, "Who oh, yeah. hit me? You? Well, what happened?" I said, like, "What you mean, Coach? I ain't want to say nothing." But I'm like, "Coach, I had the time of my life there. What you mean? What happened?"
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, <laughs> what
0: happened? Why is Cordell going to Illinois? I was like,
1: "I remember, I remember, we was out of Iowa. Me, 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 and Bruce at the time out of Iowa. We were surprised, like."
0: Man, what like we calling back yeah, home? Like, we call you know, everybody you know back home. Play. Hey man, what happened? Yeah, Top yeah. Pop players besides uh-huh. your class going to Ohio State. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I was on the road. I'm like, cool, But I don't know. I still to this day, I, I, Brian, I couldn't tell you. How he, but <laughs> Illinois. Right. I had right. fun, but I'm like, I'm not going to I'm going to O State. Right. Family gonna be down there every week. You, you know,
1: so, you know, Ohio State is home.
0: Again, like, so what you going to do? I'm like, I'm going to Ohio State. He said, all right, I'm going to call you right back. He ain't calling back. The plane dealer ended up calling me and said, Coach Ginn said you come to Ohio State. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm coming to Ohio State. But I was kind of shocked because I'm like, I still wanted to go on my other three visits.
1: Right, right, right. and and you got to go to two. Yeah, yeah, I only went to two, too. I only went to uh, Wisconsin and Iowa. But Coach Ginn got a funny way of like uh, – not not persuading you, but kind of just giving you his opinion. And then you are, and then after you know he the OG. So
0: yeah, you, you listen to but him. Me and him then, already you know. talked though. Before. I thought all me, him, and Cordell had to understand it. we going to Ohio State, but clearly yeah. I don't yeah. know what they had going on. But yeah. I knew where I was going after everything. And the funny part is to take it back a little bit, um, before my senior year started, everybody kept asking, and hey, Ohio State and not offer you. People don't know me, trust and Gene had a meeting. My junior year, I think after y'all left, mm-hmm. Tess was like, "What you want to do?" I was like, "I want to come there." He was like, "I'm offering." He offered me right on the spot. He was like, "Well, we're gonna stop playing games and we'll offer you." Mm-hmm. And they had it. They was like, "You lose weight and then you commit." So I was, I think I was like 365 when I got to Ohio State. I was 290, bro. Oh
1: damn! Oh, you lost. You lost. I, I lost a lot yeah. of weight, but yeah,
0: I already he knew I had a secret meeting a year ago where I wanted to go, but yeah, like so. I guess Coach Ginn was thinking like. Yeah, they'd have got, Cordell, they'd have got shot too. But I'm like, right. I'm in my word, but I told you where I was going. I just want to go have fun. And exactly. <laughs> I still, to the day, Bron, don't know how Cordell ended up in Illinois, but. Yeah, I, I
1: would have to go back to in that interview. I can't remember exactly what he said, like, verbatim. But uh, I, know, I know that he, he did allude to, like, you know, he wanted to, like, just kind of do his own thing. Like, not necessarily do something different, but just. Like, do his own thing and build his own type of you you know, get it though. Else. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess that – I just remember him saying something similar to that, but I would have to go back. Um, yeah,
0: he know more than we do, but
1: – Yeah. Yeah, So, but, so talk um, about your transition, man, because, like, it all seemed kind of cloudy to me as we get older. I can't really remember because, like, I was already – We were – I was already was in Iowa, cool. I, Iowa City. Yeah, just, like, okay. you know, so on, cool. that, on the grind, so, like – I know that you went there. You went to Columbus. Yeah. You was taking summer classes. So, yeah.
0: Same thing happened to Mill. You remember Mill got there, and they said he was missing one class or something. He yeah. had to go back, and they yeah. let him class. Yeah. When I got there, no. Nah, you got so, you. So you went hey, to Hey, let me go back school. to Glenville and take a summer No, they didn't let me do that, but I was at Ohio State. I already okay. enrolled in classes, bro. Oh, okay, 4.0. Okay. I was like, I ain't never had a 4.0 at Glenville, but I got a 4.0 at Ohio State. Yeah. And then right before training camp, uh the academic people were like, um, oh, we got your ACT scores, we got your GPA uh you want you one point short. I was like, what you mean i one point short? They was like, you, you needed a uh 19, you got 18. I was like, y'all told me I passed it. I was good. Yeah. And I remember it was this black dude, I forget his name. It was like three people, they just sit in the office, like, I mean, you got you having home problems, like sitting back, they was trying to allude to me like. I'm having a hardship at home. They could have got me in, but they couldn't tell me that. But sitting back thinking about it, I'm like, I said, no, I don't have any problems going on at home. It was like, yeah. well, if you had problems going on, we can get you in here. I'm like, oh, Coach, I ain't got nothing going on at home. Yeah. So I'm there, and then we about to go home before camp start. Uh And then uh, Coach Johnson called me. He was like, hey, man, we're going to have to gray shirt you. Uh, You're more than welcome to come back to school, but we can't uh, pay for your room and board. You can't be around the football team.
1: Uh all mm-hmm. be oh because because you was one point short on your ACT. On my ACT
0: I'm like coach oh, how y'all remember? I said how y'all just know figure this out
1: yeah yeah this month really, later because I remember I remember I, I took the ACT once um like during basketball season yeah I had a really high GPA so they was like all you need is like a seventeen and I got exactly 17 on my first try. So I was like, okay, I'm good. So I'm wondering why they didn't see that like in the in this in the um in the winter, like in the February, March months, like before you even graduate high school, like they
0: told me, I was good to go. Coach Cobb said you need a two point nine, and you get an uh, eighteen or something, eighteen or nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just yeah. remember they told me I was accepted, and then something happened. That's crazy.
1: How did you take that, man? I know that shit right. was. I was tough, heartbroken, bro. bro. Yeah, heartbroken. Yeah. I went
0: back home. I called my mom first and told her what was going on. She was like, "You're gonna be all right. You always bounce back. Whatever, whatever." But I'm like, "Mom." He's like, I know this is stream school, whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah. I feel
0: like I was a failure at that point because I'm like, I right. did everything I was told to do,
1: exactly. And y'all
0: uh, sending me back home, I'm like, man, there's always something going on in life where right, you right, recharge, restart,
1: exactly. So, exactly. I went home,
0: uh, kept taking the ACT, Brian, couldn't get a 19. I kept getting 18, 18, I got 18 three times. Uh, so, uh Coach Tress called me, he said, Hey, um. Coach Johnson going to call you, but whatever you do as far as junior college, you're more than welcome to come back here. When you go, I'm like, junior college? What are you talking about? Like, so,
1: yeah, so so why why did you have to go to the junior college, bro? Because I you know, couldn't
0: go to the clearinghouse.
1: Okay, because you couldn't get a 19.
0: Yeah. So uh, I went to Newco.
1: Yeah, you went to Ohio, Ohio
0: Western. No. Well, I my second West. school, Iowa I literally West. went to Kansas. Uh, okay. A okay. called Fort Scott. It was yeah. Rad, me, Rat, Fool, Dave. Yeah. Bond. It was the whole Glenville clique, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah. Arville, Arville ended up
0: going there. Yeah, Arville graduated the year before I got there.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we yeah. went
0: there, Brian. That was the worst time of my life.
1: Yeah, I heard, I heard the junior college. Right. I, yeah. Going no, not just one. junior
0: college. It was that particular school. Look okay. this coach up, Jeff Sims. This dude broke. So he just, actually, I was looking at him. Look at him up a couple weeks ago. He got fired from Division two school because he was doing the same thing he was doing JUCO.
1: Okay. This
0: dude was ruthless.
1: Was I think Bill t- had told me on one of the episodes he used to hey. ha- do he used to make y'all do crazy conditioning. Hey, Bron. is that is that that's we that's the guy?
0: Yes, Brian. We from the okay. hood. This dude to have us up at four o'clock in the morning, morning, in the middle of Kansas, running six miles down a, a dark road, bro. Oh okay. man. So again, I said, what, what you just sent me to? got I'm 300 pounds. He got us running six miles. And then when you get to the end of the road, you got to wrestle.
1: Oh, hell no. Yeah, no. That's, that's some old school shit.
0: I'm like, we, might <laughs> we just ran six miles at 4 o'clock in the morning. Now we got to wrestle. Whoever wins get a ride back. Wow. Everybody else got to walk back. I
1: think they'll tell me something like that. But you right. know, they'll, like, they'll probably... You know, he be in shape, so he probably killed
0: It him. wasn't about shape. I'm like, you bringing some black yeah. dudes from Glenville, Cleveland. Right, right. Fort Scott, Kansas, in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So long story short.
1: So you end up leaving there going to Iowa, you like,
0: The story on why I left there. It's always a story on why I leave, leave somewhere. So Dave yeah. Vine, you know Jason Pierre Paul, right? Uh-huh. He was there, Levante David. They was there. Ten Bay Bucks. He oh yeah, squad. Why? <laughs> so the night before we leave, Rat popping shit off. You know, God rest rat soul. Yeah, I'm
1: about to say, God bless God, the dead, man, my boy rat. But that's, I love that you dude. know, you know, you know rat. Yeah, popping pop pop shit
0: off. It's yeah. Ohio versus Florida fight. I oh, wasn't even man. in there. I was at the apartment across the street. All I know is Davon beat the brakes off of Jason Pierre Paul to the point where like he was about to have to have, Davon beat him real bad. You oh, uh, know, coach come up to me the next day and he was like, what happened? I was like, what are you talking about? He was like, I know you was effing in there. Tell me what happened. I was like, coach, it's cameras. I wasn't in there. He pushed me. And I'm like, bro, don't touch me. He's like, what you going to effing do? I was like, I ain't going to do nothing. He was like, you going to tell me what happened to you off the team? I knew what happened, but I'm like, I'm not about to snitch on Devon and get kicked off. And he right. got proof that I wasn't there. Right, right, right. So like, I said, Coach, I don't know what happened. You had to ask somebody else. He's like, "You, you off the team?" But he liked to play mind games, which he knew he couldn't really kick me off the team.
1: Right, right, yeah. You so do, do
0: shit. <laughs> all right, whatever. So we about to fly out. This dude tell uh the chauffeur people, everybody else fighting got to find a way to the airport. The airport was three hours away, bro.
1: That's five.
0: You tell us two hours before we leave. We got to find a ride to the airport. So yeah, one of the that's, players ended up weird. taking all of us. Me, Lundy, Davon, he ended up taking all of us. Okay. Well, I went back to Cleveland. This how you know this dude was messed up. Freaking linebacker coach coming like, hey, man, it's a school in Iowa. They about to open up. Don't come back here. Go up there. I'm gonna call and make a call for you. I'm gonna yeah. take care of you. I'm like cool. He was like, you don't belong here. I'm getting out of here. I'm like cool. Put me on. Rest was history. Went to Iowa, Iowa Western. First yeah, first- I, I read a couple. <laughs> I read a couple,
1: of, read a couple articles that you became a junior college star.
0: Bro, <laughs> Brian, I think that that's, that team was like a, a, a white version of Glenville. We put out so many d one. It's still going. it just won national. Okay,
1: okay, yeah.
0: We put out so many. Our quarterback went to Ole Miss. I ended up going to West Virginia. Another D-line went to Washington State. Another dude went to Oregon. Our two corners, one went to Baylor, one went to Indiana. Like, we had yeah. a squad. And yeah. So, boom, the reason I went to West Virginia is because Ohio State, ended up being under investigation. And, oh, uh, during it, those years? Because that was spending. 2011, that was 2011, yeah, right? It, it was my class, the OA class, was getting on tattoos and all that stuff. uh and I remember Coach Tress called me and he was like. And hey, that's that's when they let him go, they let Tress go, right? This was the year before, no, when I was about to go there, go back, he didn't get fired yet.
1: Oh, okay. He was still so under there. investigation. Okay, okay. And okay. Uh, He
0: called me, he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, um, well, I'm gonna come take a visit whatever, whatever. He's like, right. okay. So the next week he ended up being fired.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember when all that was going down because I had a yeah. boom. I had boom, boom, Heron on here. And right. he was he kind of giving like the inside look on like what it was like actually being on the team and, you know, just how heartbroken all the players was because like, you know, you Tress is like coolest, the coolest, man. Everybody, yeah, everybody loves Tress. So like, yeah. yeah that always was always stayed in Tress. touch,
0: which I respect. None of the other coaches stayed in touch because Tress always checked on me. Even yeah. throughout the season, I told him what happened to Kansas. He didn't care. Went yeah. to Iowa, stayed in touch. He told me I was always welcome to open up. Even, I guess, him and Coach Ginn went communicating because Ginn didn't even know where I was at. Okay. Stayed in communication, whatever. Yeah. He ended up being let go. So yeah. it was down to USC again. This <laughs> time I went on all five visits, Brian. You took all USC, five. Texas, Baylor. I went to Ohio University because Markey was there.
1: Yeah, oh yeah, he was there. Yeah. Mark was there. It was a party. God bless him I, too, man. Yeah. And
0: I was yeah, God bless. Yeah. Him. Got, funny part is I went there and he died. He ended up dying a month later.
1: Wow. I, I yeah. Remember I who. remember I remember when that when that happened, man.
0: And I went uh Ohio, then I was supposed to go to Miami, Florida. Ah, uh, okay. West Virginia wasn't even on my top five. They was okay. that number six school. Okay. Coach Randy Shannon called me and was like, Hey, um, <laughs> he said, Man, I hate to tell you this, but they just let me go. It's gonna be on ESPN tomorrow. You can still take your visit, but the next coach probably won't honor your scholarship.
1: The next coach was, was it Rich Rodriguez
0: or? Oh, it was. uh okay. the dude from Temple.
1: Okay, okay, name? okay.
0: some like, white dude. Wow, yeah, that's crazy. And uh, I was like, damn. Cause you know, like I said, I wanted to go to the U. I'm like, Coach Guillen ain't got nothing to do with this. This Was time, Najee,
1: no Najee was already gone from West, from West Virginia, No, City, Najee right? was at
0: West Virginia. He was still at oh, West Virginia, okay. Remember, he went on a tour with us. Remember, yes. he, to, he, he was the, the quarterback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And everybody like, man, hey like, man, you
0: see, man, you look like a linebacker, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah. uh I called I called Coach West Virginia. I was like, hey, um coach of Miami just got fired. Coach Bill Stewart, he was like, he got fired. He was like, you want to take a visit? I was like, yeah, he's like, we're gonna get you a ticket tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, all right. So I ended up flying out there. I don't know if you know who Bruce Hergman is, he's the first round pick. Of course, course yeah, I know
1: Bruce Irvin. Yeah, he was that. Uh, West They v. wanted me
0: so bad. I had two hosts.
1: Okay. Oh, Bruce I Irvin. I, hosted hosts. You. I had two hosts. <laughs> Bruce Irvin. And who was the
0: other one? Uh, Sean Austin, running back from uh, Okay, okay. 49ers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll get there. time of my life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it yeah. was
0: nothing and, like that. And, and, not
1: and, and, and West V had to had the sweet unis. And yeah. Yeah. Dude,
0: it, how do I say this? It was better than Ohio State. As far as overall atmosphere, I'm not saying that yeah. I went there, but it's because yeah. I've been Ohio State before, and just the whole scene is yeah. in a small town. Yeah, I heard the town round. of West
1: Virginia is like it's like it's it's a great it's a good time. I uh, heard it was like
0: that. Dude, <laughs> I went there, had a ball, plug, yeah. E- everything.
1: Yeah, yeah. I went
0: home, my mom was like, "What you gonna do?" I was going to West V. So
1: so so, talk about man because I love I I love your story. Obviously, no football player that's that dreams playing NFL wants wants to go through everything that you went through, all the right. obstacles, just all, the get, road, all, all the all the roadblocks. Yeah, yeah, all the roadblocks, right. especially already being a top recruit where your transition supposed to be easy. Greenville, Ohio State, NFL, like it's supposed to be boom right. boom boom. So just talk about man that feeling of finally getting to West Virginia and then. Um, you know, playing in 35 career games, 12 stars, 97 tackles, 15 TFLs, and finally starting to get on the field, have success, start. Like, what was that feeling like after everything that you had went through?
0: So my first year I got there, it was a it was like going back to high school again, because I was a junior college. We was dominated yeah. when we get
1: to West Virginia, yeah. it's a whole different playing against, yeah, real talent. The tempo yeah. was right. fast
0: because the coach Hogerson had came from Oklahoma State, he had that fast offense where he had. Mm-hmm. Justin Blackman and the quarterback, the Browns end up picking in the first round. Yeah, yep. I've never seen no offense like that. So it was adjustment period, just like going from ninth to tenth grade again. Right,
1: right, right.
0: In my junior year, once through the adjustment period, and I caught on. That's when I ended up starting my junior year. It was a, my, my matter of fact, my sophomore year is when we went to the Orange Bowl and played Clemson, and we blew them out seventy to thirty. Players. I
1: remember, I remember watching that game. But peep <laughs> this:
0: the whole week, Brown, we was out, we practiced for an hour every day. We was out there having fun, yeah. not giving two cares. And- well, that that yeah. was a
1: that was an orange bowl right? Yeah, that oh, was in Miami. Yeah, we played, we played in, in, we, we played the second orange bowl. So y'all stayed yeah. at the fountain blue or y'all stayed at the other yes, side? the fountain blue. Yeah, see, we stayed at the phone blue. We, was we was there for this.
0: two weeks. Yep, yep. Oh my god. <laughs> time of our life. I How tell man. guys
1: all the time, it Ain't nothing like that FedEx orange bowl, man. Like mm-hmm. saying that the fountain blue, and like, like man, it's it nothing. Was the whole like experience. You get to meet yeah. all
0: the celebrities. As exactly. New Year's, we was
1: too. Yeah, any we celebrity met, we met think Spide of, Lee. we
0: was Spide there, Lee, Lee, to kick P. Diddy out,
1: just at the pool, chilling with them, eating with them. everybody. everybody.
0: Meek, this one, Meek first came out. Nas okay. was down there, yeah, Jay Z was in the club. Wayne, dude, yeah, and yeah. I've never yeah. seen a hotel with the actual club inside the hotel.
1: Yeah, live, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Miami, different man,
0: But They they let us in live, but as you know, the lobby. Just as popular as the club was. That's what we did, cause
1: because in two thousand nine we was only twenty, like, uh-huh. and then and then Will, Will was Willie Low was nineteen, so we just we put our best little fit on, and we just went and, and we went to the lobby. We <laughs> was in the lobby. It was we Terry the Francona, lobby, the and, we, and we just we just went to work. We went to work in the lobby, getting numbers, getting.
0: Oh yeah, we know we on the fifth floor. And we just we just went to work. <laughs> Terry Francona, he just won the championship with the Boston Red Sox. He was down there kicking it with him, Okay, living so yeah so anyways man. back to the real story so right, right, that right. was my fun year my sophomore year okay. my junior year uh it was time to grow up
1: right right that's when you got and on the, the field. I got yeah.
0: to go through a real off season see how I really go uh-huh. and um coach was like man he said you too big you from Glenville mm-hmm. he's like I know you ain't soft what's the problem I was like this transition is crazy he said what do you yeah. mean I said coach I ain't never seen no offense like this he was like, "Just picture this. You will never go against offense like this in, in a game." Right. He was like, "And practice is too unrealistic. Right. We trying to get set. They they alternate receivers in while we trying to run to the line. They already set. It was it was it wasn't real." Okay. Okay. And Coach was like, "If you can get through practice, I promise you, you get to the game. This going to be cupcake.
1: Game going to be easy. Yeah, Okay,
0: Because practice was really harder than the game. Right. First game of the year, uh, we played Maryland. <laughs> Balled yeah. out." I'm yeah. like he's not lying. Second game of the year, balled out. Yeah, so back in the office. He was like, "You believe me now?" I'm like, "Told you." E-? <laughs> right. I'm like, right. "Okay, this is our first year in the Big Twelve, and then yeah. we played Baylor. That score was seventy to sixty nine, bro."
1: Is that when they had Robert Griffin or yeah, had after
0: RG three left? Okay,
1: okay, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> I forget. Yeah, well, once, once
1: I saw that you was like starting for West B, you already know I, I, I was following. I was following closely, man. But no, uh, totally. yeah, man, it's. It's uh yeah football take you through a lot of obstacles man but I you know I'm sure that made you just stronger at the end man um so in those two years you know what what moment set out to you what what were like what, what was like the biggest games or like maybe I think my biggest game was my
0: senior year against Oklahoma State it was unranked okay uh, Oklahoma State was like number five and you know how you do the programs I was on the cover of the program that game
1: okay okay <laughs> uh,
0: my brother was in the stands I had some family members in the stands and. Okay. I, got, I, remember, I remember I got a massage that Thursday or Friday. I never got a massage before. Yeah. And dude, it would Had a
1: body feeling right?
0: <laughs> what they call that? I was in the zone that game.
1: Yeah, yeah like, in the zone. I was unblockable that game. Zoned out.
0: Uh, I remember the quarterback threw two picks because they couldn't block me. That's nice. I was the MVP of the game. We ended up beating okay. them, too. Yeah. They were predicting us to lose by 50. We beat them, and that was, like, the highlight of my career, bro.
1: Yeah, that, that that's dope, man. I think we all got games. Yeah, I had a like lot of that. good
0: games, but that's the game I can remember. That's a good
1: point, too. Yeah. yeah, my senior year, I had a game like that versus Northwestern. Funny enough, mm-hmm. I ended up getting hurt in the fourth quarter, had a high ankle sprain, didn't end up coming back. But I before I got hurt, like, I was balling. Like, it was – everything was clicking. Um, yeah. So talk about, man, the 2014 NFL draft. I, I love highlighting this, you know, getting ready for pro day and all that. And then, obviously – you went through all those obstacles and the roadblocks, and then obviously you want to at least get a chance. Another and year. That's so a relive that day. What were you hearing? Did you think you would be a late round pick? I mean, you ultimately ended up at least getting the PFA deal. I thought I was gonna be a six-round pick. Okay, late round pick. Okay. It was between okay. fourth to seven. Fourth to seven.
0: I yeah. I was I was a solid run blocker. I think I have like the number three stats in the country for run blocking. At exactly.
1: Position. exactly. Especially for no, especially for nose. I definitely yeah, thought like, in 2014, uh, that was John Newsom was in that same draft, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he went in the fourth round, I think. Yeah, so I, I definitely thought you you was gonna get in. because if You
0: watch my stats, nobody ran the ball up the middle on me the whole year. Yeah, nobody, yeah. I think we was giving up less than 100 yards. Nobody never broke, so I'm like, I know I'm gonna draft. So so how so football. how was
1: what how was how was this watching the draft and, you know, watching the fifth round? I didn't
0: watch day one because I knew I was not I'm like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: but watching the guys, two, watching guys go in the fourth round. Fourth round, sixth round, Second seventh.
0: round, I'm like. All right, day three, I'm like. All right, it's good time. I'm chilling, me and my room. I didn't want nobody to be around me. just me and my roommate was chilling. Of course, of course. And I'm like. All right. So I had the Broncos call me. Yeah. Uh, the Packers called me. The Panthers called me. Houston called me. And I'm like. And okay. what, what
1: do those conversations go like? Like, all right, all right, all right, big fella. We might take you So, so look, so the Broncos the six or the seven, like, We got
0: a pick in the sixth and the seventh round. Okay. He was like, we all got our stuff on the board. We don't know what we're going to do. He was like, you want to be a Bronco? I'm like, yeah, I'm playing the game. Like, yeah, 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 I want to be a Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay called me. they like, like, um, BJ Raji just retired, so be ready. We're going to take you. Mm.
1: Like, all okay. right, cool.
0: Okay. <laughs> Carolina, they was like, if you undrafted, uh, we want you. Okay, I'm like, okay. But uh two weeks before the draft, I talked to the Broncos like four times. Okay. I remember uh, it was the, the GM or something. He came and we was doing pro day. I was like, I'm about to run a 4-3. He was like, if you run a 4-3, I'm gonna pick you in the first round. I was just joking.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah.
0: After that, he got my number and they stayed in touch. So I'm like, all right, okay. cool, they're gonna drop.
1: Yeah.
0: Long story short, didn't have
1: Right. But you but you thought you thought they would probably take you in like the sixth or seventh round.
0: I thought I was gonna go at least between fourth to sixth, seventh. I'm okay. like, all right, fourth win, right, all right, fifth win, I'm like, come on now. You know. Yeah. And after that, bro, once the sixth round went, I'm, like, I'm like, I'm not make gonna go. Yeah,
1: yeah. And how okay. how how did you take that? You was cool with it, you knew you was gonna get at least get a PFA. Opportunity, I was motivated like, after that. I didn't even Yeah, yeah, like I'm not going to no kill not
0: care no more. So after yeah. the draft, every time I talked to you about, they called me like, what you want to do? It yeah. wasn't even about the money, the signing bonus, or none of that. that. Like, yeah. what you want to do? Looking looking back at it, I should have went to Green Bay because B.J. Raji left. And yeah. uh, Jerome Elliott, you remember Jerome? He was on draft yeah. and going there and making a the team. Yeah, he played with them for like six, seven years. Yeah, I should have yeah. went there because that spot was wide open. OK, yeah. And uh, I ended What's, up But you Carolina. went with Carolina.
1: Yeah, you went to Carolina. Yeah,
0: I ended up going to Carolina. OK. Diver, they had, they were so deep. They had uh, Marvin Austin. I forget the, it was a big dude. He just signed a big contract. It was like three or four. No, I'm, I'm not done. Yeah, they
1: had uh, Derek Wolf. He, he he went to Cincinnati. I remember him. Yeah. He, was, he was out there for a while. It was a
0: big dude. Terrence Knight, and that was his name.
1: Okay, okay. I remember I'm him. i like, made
0: played the same? I'm not going there. Right, right. So I ended right. up going to Carolina, and I played in the 3 4 in West Virginia, and I went to Carolina, and I played a 4 3. Okay, and, so
1: you was just straight like one and three technique.
0: But the crazy part is, I was thriving down there. Yeah. Defense and my mom had died.
1: Okay. So your mind, your thrilled. mind. I, yeah, I wasn't yeah, even yeah. there
0: no more. Bro. Like mentally, I wasn't even there. I didn't want to play no more. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. even. I did even care no
1: more. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I mean, I. I couldn't imagine losing my mom, especially in a situation like that where, you know what I'm saying, you get to the highest level, obviously your dream comes.
0: Yeah, my bad, bro. Oh, oh, oh no, you good, man. You can edit this,
1: right? Yeah, 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 yeah. My editor, yeah, he gonna, he'll cut it out. Uh, but, yeah, I just had two more things, man, Um, because I just remember, you know, that day. If you can remember that day or, like, a lot of guys say it's a transition, but talk about that day or that, that transition of you knowing, like, Okay, yeah, I'm pretty I think I'm done with football. Like been, I remember, been, yeah. Something that we've been doing, like you know, this is a this is a 15 to 18 year relationship with football, yeah. with sports in general, us just being athletes. Talk about that time when you knew like it was done. Like, was it a so, easy so transition I, for you? Or I, I know I was
0: burnt out at the Carolina because after that, I'm like, that was my best chance to make it to the league. Yeah. I, I felt like I was gonna make the team and I got released. So yeah. I ended up going to. Washington for a trial,
1: Yeah, yeah, I read that. I read that uh, somewhere.
0: Ended up going there. They didn't give me a fair shot. And then right. I went to Chicago. Okay. This one I was like, if I had a shot at any team, I was like, I'm going to make the squad. They had just drafted some dude from Florida State in the second round. He just retired too. Okay. And um, I'm a rookie cap Brown, when I say I was in my bag. Killing. Like, <laughs> I'm going to do. What do I got to do to make the team?
1: Right, right. What else so, I got to do? Listen,
0: the funny part is, uh, John Fox, the head coach of the Broncos, he recruited me first, then they ended up going to the, uh, the Bears. To the Bears, yeah. And uh, the defensive line coach was like, man, I'm going to just be honest with you. He was like, I wish you would have came to Denver because you would have made the squad. He was like, dude, name was Eddie Goldman. He was like, we got Eddie. He's the second round pick. We can't cut him. It's right. politics.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, politi- like, it's politics and everything. You learn as you get older. He Was like,
0: obviously, we can't cut him. We got all a lot of money. You undrafted, you here. He's right. like, Man, I hate to do this, but we're gonna have to let you go, but stay in shape. After that, I'm like, That's when
1: gonna... you knew,
0: yeah. And I'm like, bro, I, I worked my ass off to get to that position. And so, I yeah. knew I heard that spot. Right. Like, I, I get the politics. Y'all, y'all under the cap space, y'all just trying to do in the second round. you gonna a shit ton of money if you cut him. Right. And I was like, that's when I tell my wife, I was like, I'm done. My agent called me, he was like, man, hey, what's up? I said, I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So see, it was like, people, go ahead. Most people chase; they keep chasing their dream. I was yeah. like, I'm done. <laughs> time yeah. for real life.
1: Okay. And 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 I I like to hear that. That's why I love to ask guys because sometimes you hear guys speak how you like 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 you said like you know you are done and it's time for real life and the transition is fairly easy than you know. But as we know, a, a lot of guys struggle with it. Like, yeah, I, just I, with it. I feel like I struggle with it a little bit because you you know how. You know how, you,
0: hard, you you know how hard you know how hard I used to you go. you felt like, like you didn't get a fair chance and you <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know I know how you feel you feel you like exactly. I got the chance, and I didn't get the exactly, there, so exactly. Get you know how hard
1: it. I went, man. So like
0: yeah,
1: that like, swallowing that pill, man, and accepting that. Yeah, that was you know it was it was a lot tougher for me, but yeah, so I like hearing guys uh you know sentiment on that. Um so yeah, yeah man, like talk about what you did after that. You know, did you did you like go back to school? Did you hold a lot of different type of jobs. Cause honestly, man, that I just kind of like you know put, put in a bunch of resumes and then and whatever stuck, stuck first. And I just, I kind of just fell into um, healthcare finance. I started off as a biller and then just kind of like worked my so way I think
0: up. I, I didn't have like five jobs. I ended up working at this place. I live in Northern Kentucky and I was like 15 minutes from Cincinnati in the summer. Okay. You okay. Um, know, my first job was at this uh, place called Dana. They make car parks and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Good money, long hours. I'm like, well, from football to this, I'm like, this is the worst transition ever. I'm like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> how, my, how my parents was, how my mom was doing this, cause football. I'm like, dang, I thought I was ready to quit. This is bullshit. Right, right, right. That's <laughs> what I tell you guys. You transition from from that that
1: sport life to athlete life to like just working a job every day, clocking in, clocking out. Like it's a different transition. You're not used to living that type of life.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm used to putting in 12 hours of football, but you're doing 12 hours of the job doing the same shit, not moving yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Drill. Exactly. <laughs> Again, I, um, I ended up getting a good job at Toyota. Okay,
1: okay, okay.
0: manufacturing plant. Uh, we just pick all the parts for the cars and stuff. Uh huh. Six figure job, high paying, but nice dude. When the I was crazy, 12 hour shifts. When I first got there, it was five uh five days a week. I'm like, cool, bus 60. You bring it home 110,000 a year. I'm like, cool, right. no problem. Right. Then it got so busy. They're like, all right, we got to move y'all to six days a week. I'm like, six days a week.
1: I didn't get your weekends.
0: Yeah. Then they like, and I was working second shift. Then they're like, all right, we getting busy. Y'all got to do 13 on, one off. I'm like, what? Oh, man.
1: Now they tripping. 13 Probably.
0: straight? 13 I'm- straight? So the way they get you is this, you work Monday through Friday, you do your 12 after if you work on Sunday, it's double time. Mm-hmm. Your paycheck like four bands, but you like right. oh, I'm tired. Uh, yeah, it's you're tired as shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know how two a day was? Yeah. That's sure. how I feel after working 13 days. You like.
1: And you don't want to feel like that as no grown ass man. No. <laughs> you can take it when you when you're 16, 17 or 20. Yeah,
0: because you like you look at them checks, you like, man, I'm about probably about to make 160, dollars this year. Yeah, yeah. But it's 52 weeks in a year. You only get 52 days, not even 52, 26 days off the whole year. Which
1: is crazy, man.
0: Which like, is crazy. I, I get they say if you want to make good money, you got to put time in. But I was like, that's not the way I want to do it. Right, right. I it. <laughs> and right. I was losing family time with my wife. I could see she she wasn't liking it. Me, and money was good, but I'm like, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So I ended up moving into the trucking industry. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And some guy, I don't work overnight. Drive like long distance overnight. I'm home uh-huh. every day. Still right. It still makes me too. Right,
1: right, 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 right.
0: Once I got into that, I got into the groove, and I was like, "Um, I get to talk to." Uh, that's another thing. I'm a high school referee too.
1: Oh, nice, nice. Um, Lou, uh, what's the name? Coach Luke That coach says, that coach oh for Oh, real? Lou. Okay,
0: said, yeah. So Lou. What I got to do to be a referee? Because what people don't know, yeah, referees make that chicken.
1: No, no, I heard, I heard. <laughs> What's the name, hey, uh, Bruce, Bruce do, re- do referee, he referee like middle school, like middle school. Yeah, school, I do mm-hmm. high school. Okay, okay, high school, okay.
0: so that's the plan to try to get to college, but I re- I really don't care if I don't, because life's still good either way it go, but right, I hate right, right, one day right. and I was like, hey, Luke, uh, what do I got to do to be a referee? Because I was watching the game going, and hey, they make some paper, like, what do I do to be a referee? <laughs> right. He told me what to do, sign up, and I started doing high school football. Okay. And the passion for football came back to me in a whole different perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you on the other side refereeing the game, yeah.
0: But if you ask me, because you you watch the football now, like the Bengals game last weekend,
1: right?
0: You need people that actually had experience in football yeah. playing the game, all yeah. of those games, because ninety-five percent right, of the referees that call the game you now they I'm never right?
1: played. Yeah, they Middle didn't play football. Yeah, yeah. You know they what
0: didn't I'm didn't saying? Like, yeah. Right. But that's in life, though. You got somebody trying to tell you what to do. They never had that experience before. Think about the exactly. coaches you had in college. you like, bro, you ain't even played football, bro.
1: Exactly. <laughs> it mean more to you and, you, and you trust the coach more when you know that they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I respect him. Like, my position coach, West Virginia, he played D1 football at Texas, so I'm like, all right, cool. Right. But um, when I started officiating, we get off topic a little bit, but it, it's on topic. When I started yeah. officiating, uh People were like, yes. oh, we heard you play the football in West Virginia. So when I'm making calls or a throw flag, they respect it. Of course. Like, yes. what, what we gotta do so it's not holding. I'm like, hold the inside.
1: Exactly where I can't exactly.
0: see it. It's exactly. not holding. Exactly. I'm not gonna call everything.
1: Right. You teach you, te- you get to teach too a little bit.
0: Yeah, and you tell yeah. the players you get to do little league games too, and you're like, hey man, put your hands inside. You just school because you're not throwing a lot of flags, little league. Put your hands exactly. inside. You know, you coaching and reference at the same time.
1: Exactly. That's dope, yeah. man. That's dope. That,
0: that became a real joy to me.
1: Um, yeah, enjoy. I'm. I'm glad you. I'm glad you was able to find that joy, man. I think at this age, that's really what it's about, man. Like just finding what brings you joy, like and and do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because at this man, point, because we ain't doing nothing but getting older. <laughs> no.
0: Because the whole goal is in life is to outgrow what we grew up at, which is in the hood. Exactly. Like my kids will. My kids will never know where I came from.
1: Exactly. The
0: life they live. They you have. Can, you couldn't find exactly. So I tell my wife all the time. I say, when they get older, I'm gonna take. Gonna them take back. them
1: back. Of course, of course. Just so they can are. have that perspective. They need that perspective.
0: Yeah. My kids are suburban kids that think we rich. We ain't rich, but life <laughs> is good <beautiful>, though. <laughs> right. And, and,
1: right,
0: Like I said, we live in a a, a beautiful countryside. Yeah, yeah. How do I? So where I live at is equivalent to like living in Seoul, like the, where the okay. nice and stuff. Like yeah. And stuff like yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Hey, I'm 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 glad to hear it, man. Like you said at the beginning of our conversation, man. You know, we we still won. You know what I'm yeah, saying? We, exactly. we, we still won, man.
0: Like I, I got to talk to some kids in high school and I tried to tell them same stuff people tried to tell us, man. You can make money in different things besides football. You can drive a Mercedes Benz besides playing football.
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: know what I'm saying? You can get a Rolex besides playing football. Football exactly. is not gonna last long at all. Exactly. But your career outside of football is gonna last you longer than anything in life. And yeah. you can make infinite money. The team doctor on the NFL team probably gonna make more money than 95% of the guys that's on the team. And they live in big houses. You know what I'm saying? Big,
1: big facts, yeah. And
0: yeah. I, I just before we close, I wanna say this. Instead of teaching our kids to be football players, we need to teach our kids to be uh team owners. Teach exactly.
1: ownership. Ownership, and yeah.
0: Looking back at it, I wish we would. When kids go to college, man, don't get no freaking uh uh social studies degree, man. Become an engineer or <laughs> get to the trade school, become a plumber, electrician. Right, right, businesses. right. Actually, actually
1: do something, get something that, that's, that's gonna you. be a- applicable, something that you yeah. can apply to to a and trade sure. or to an industry. Yeah, make some yeah.
0: real money in life and yeah, live just like an NFL player, bro. Yeah,
1: live man, because like I
0: you right, exactly. I mean? So I'm not, not bragging or nothing, but you know, I know players that play in the league that's messed up right now.
1: Exactly. Yeah, man. Our life is
0: just peaking. Like we still I still peaking.
1: yeah, yeah, still climbing that ladder, man. But no, I I t- I totally agree, man. Um, you know, just, just really finding out, you know what I mean, what you actually like to do and then actually figuring out like you know how that can make you money, you know what I mean? Or it takes you know what what industry time. you gotta go in. yeah, yeah it yeah. takes
0: time, but Man, once God put you in that direction in life, like, we always grow up like we wanted to do football. Me and you would have never thought we'd be sitting out here doing no damn podcast. All <laughs> right. You
1: could, you could have never told me. I wouldn't even start one. <laughs>
0: right. Come on, bro. I'm, I'm right. going to the league. I knew I'm going to. Yeah, I made it to the league, but I made my money in doing something else. And I live just like somebody who play football. And mm-hmm. like I said, my message to everybody is, man, 99% of the guys are not going to make it to the league. Exactly. those 99% of the guys that don't make it to the league, you can still be just as successful as the guys that made it to the
1: league. Exactly, man. You can still, like, I tell guys all the time, man, you know, you got to realize life goes on. And that's why I, I, I would, I like to preach to guys, find a, find a passion that you like to do outside of whatever sports you play early. Like find yeah. out what you like to do early outside of, cause it yeah. may not work out, but of course, dream chase, go hard for what you want give 200%. Like, but find what else you other things that you like to do too. You know right. what I mean. So we you don't both, feel like
0: you're missing both, something. We both know dudes that were selling drugs when we was mm-hmm. younger. But if mm-hmm. you look at it now, those dudes that were selling drugs can be the head of a Fortune 500 company because they understand the logistics and all that. Of exactly, dude. exactly. Yeah. How to
1: how to hustle. Where we, when and all we that. come
0: from, we don't know what yeah. we're doing. But if you look at hindsight, forty forty, like that dude that's moving them ten pounds, he can go over there and move. Uh, yeah, Apple stock. Exactly. Exactly. Something, something, something legal. <laughs> yeah, man. And yeah. Yeah. No, no, just, no, it's facts. I just pray that our the kids after us understand that life's bigger. It's funny how Coach Gaines would teach us life is bigger than football. He's and always right said, grown ass yeah. man. He, yeah. <laughs> he knew what he was talking about because oh yeah, it even the guys made it to the league. They probably sit back now like, all right, what's next? Yeah,
1: I mean, I mean, everybody, even if you make it, like you know, I'm saying, like Ted played 14 years in the league, man. And but everybody at some point is gonna have an after effect, it's gonna have to transition onto something else. And uh,
0: my biggest thing is telling guys, make investment. Like, man, now I sound like somebody that's preaching, (laughs) have your job, you got a 401k with your job, invest in that, take Mm -hmm. some of the money you make from your job, do your own investing.
1: Exactly, like, and and it's and it's so many different things. Like I, I've just started having to educate myself. Like probably I would say two, maybe. Well, honestly, during COVID, it's when I really started taking it serious, like the financial literacy. So learned mm-hmm. like that's when I made my first um, good amount of money in like stocks. Like actually made a uh, actually made money in stocks. Like you know, and then just learning even stuff like whole life insurance. What's the difference from term life that, that that's your company give you and then okay if i get this whole life Outside. And, and
0: you can take and, money from that and invest. exactly
1: it. okay yeah. oh so after i make 24 payments on time in two years then i have access to the cash value and that cash value goes up every year oh and i could just pull that out and use it for a real estate play or whatever
0: like you either pay it back or you don't either way or don't. You do, yeah you, you can pay it back money, or
1: you don't have to pay it back yeah. Money. so yeah like just learn all, yeah, all these things yeah learn all these things and I think it's so funny that the financial literacy piece, they don't teach in college, high school. They don't teach because they don't want us to know. Especially, they, especially like they, they don't they want, want to be no know.
0: workers no more, Brian. Nobody right. will work no more. Look at, look at how it's going now. A lot of people don't work. You got influence and stuff. People figuring out how to make money outside of being in the building all day.
1: Exactly. They don't want you to know that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> Real estate's the big game. These computers big, are a big game. game. Yes, people sir. are making money sitting at home every day
1: gaming they got all type gamers making making a bunch of money and all that but just think um, about the,
0: the not it took us 33 34 years to acquire that you got i know kids man who parents are in that world that's teaching them yeah so yeah they look at us as 30 something year old man they're like y'all just not doing that we've been doing that for 20 years now
1: it's so funny like and it's dope it's a dope feeling because you already have kids so you know that you're gonna be able to start them young I'm and like, kind of man. break kind of break that generational curse same for me but I was even just talking to my dad um, last time I was home and I was just giving him a scenario. I'm just like, dad, like, imagine if you, imagine if granddad knew about whole life insurance and he got you a policy when you were, when you was one years old and he paid it all the way on time. By the, time you, was, interest, bro. By the time you was 18, he could have got you a car. You could have with the cop, whatever. And then when I was born, imagine if you would have got one for me and then where, where I would have been now or when I was, 18 or when I graduated college like it's it's kind of it, it ends up being like a start your life fund like yeah, so I was right. like but it's I was like but 100%. that that it's just the knowledge that our parents and their parents just didn't didn't know didn't they didn't have it they didn't or they didn't know how to access it like you know what I mean and
0: then people so, people people go to man I want a million dollars I don't want a million dollars in my bank I want a million dollars in assets exactly, <laughs> exactly. you put a million dollars in the bank you ain't making no money I got a million dollars in the house.
1: Like exactly, my house. You're not making no return. <laughs> you, get zero, making it. you get zero. You get zero, zero, zero point one return on that money, which is the nothing.
0: Biggest asset I got right now is my house. This is generational wealth. Exactly. I'm it on to my kids. My house has six figure equity in it. Exactly, life insurance got half a million dollar equity in it. Everybody in my house wow. got life insurance. Yeah, at my job and outside of my job. Exactly. So this is stuff I just acquired, like you said, in the last three four years. Yeah, that's what it's about, man. I'm, I'm behind the eight but we can teach everybody else. That's I know, I know. And
1: and us being like competitors, that's one thing I had to tell myself, like, bro, like, don't be hard on yourself. Because when I found out about it, I was so pissed. Because I'm like, fuck, man, if I would have just started this at 18 or 21, I'm like, I should have been doing this. I'd be so farther ahead. But it's like, like you said, you, like I had to learn that I can't be hard on myself. I, you no. know, you find out when you find out especially when you got to be self-taught like yeah. your, your parents don't have the knowledge. Nobody in your family got the knowledge. Yeah. So like you just, you got to self-teach yourself and, and then you go from there and break the generational curse and tell your kids and they'll tell theirs and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I just got one last question, man. Um, What would you say is Shaq Riles' after effect of his entire career? You know, obviously you played football for a long time, you played basketball, all these different journeys, play for all these different teams, wins, losses, injuries, sorrow, um, you know, decide not to play, just what were some lessons that you learned, you know, that you kind of took, you still carry with you now and what you do now and then like, kind of like some of that game, some of that knowledge you maybe try to get to your kids or like you said, the the kids that you ref, like what what would you say those lessons were for you?
0: Biggest thing I learned is, man, no matter what you do in life, it ain't going to stop. This world will keep going whether you want to move with it or not. Right. So I had to learn to stop feeling sorry for myself. Like you said, don't be hard on yourself. Yeah, man. You sit back and (laughs) cry. Everybody else getting up Making
1: it And get to it, yeah. That's big, yeah. I mean, to me, it's not, it's okay. Like, uh, of course, you know, we grown men. I think that it's okay to cry, man, because as athletes, we warriors, man. And yeah. We don't, we don't cry, you but don't also, to... but it's like also, okay, cry, get your little time yeah. in and then, yeah. okay, wipe, wipe them off and then, all right, it's time to get to it.
0: <laughs> I gave myself one chance to feel sorry. And yeah. my wife, my best friend, she got my back no matter what. When right. I'm down, like I'll have moments when I, it just come to my mom. My mom, I think about my mom. Yeah, and my right. my wife always tell me, your mom would be so proud right. to see how your life is now. Cause yeah. the way I live now, I couldn't. You couldn't have told me, even if I didn't made it made it to the league, I would have never thought I'd be living like this. Right. You
1: know that's what I'm saying? So right.
0: my biggest transition and pivot to life now is. Like we were talking about. Everybody be, need to they starting to do it now in schools. Finances would be number one. Mm-hmm. If I could teach any kid anything in school, it wouldn't be about reading or none of that. Learn finances. Learn what, inter, learn what the interest rate is. Mm-hmm. Learn, what, <laughs> <laughs> learn what your credit is.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. How to how to leverage your credit. Like you know, money
0: don't mean nothing. Cash don't mean nothing if you credit,
1: credit is king. Credit is king. Yes. Yes, bro. Martin, yes.
0: OPM is other people's money. Other
1: people's money, yes. You don't
0: want to use your money. You want use other people's money, exactly. Martin, like, we talked about this now, and it's 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 dope that we we know it. Hopefully, yeah. people, hopefully this podcast, you keep doing it in the streams, and people yes, can see same. stuff like this, because my favorite podcast is Earning Leisure. Same. Same. They Thanks <laughs> so much, Troy, and, uh, I forget his name, but they spend so much game on their bro. Yeah,
1: man, I watch all their episodes, man. That's actually what got me into it in 2020, and then really just started to do all the research and like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah My no. agent
0: got me into that podcast because he was one of the first original hosts, Chris Coy. He's okay, one of the first okay. original host to do it, and he got me okay.
1: Into it. Yeah,
0: man. Yeah, that's like a powerful. Said, um, yeah, that, if that's a powerful any game on people, man. Just keep being financial literate. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Don't worry about cash. That's gonna come. Don't worry about money. Money gonna come. Is The pain of knowledge more than anything. Right. Right.
1: right. Knowledge you got and, and knowledge. And you
0: further in this world, the money gonna ever get you. Period, I agree, man. Period. I agree, man.
1: Well, yeah, Shaq, man. That's all I had. One thing I've been trying to pride myself on since 2020. Obviously, we've seen a lot of people pass away. We never had to walk around with masks, like, like. So the the, the world has changed, and and so. I've been trying to pride myself on just giving God's flowers, um, you know, while we're still here. And uh, when we were texting earlier this week, I was, I was thinking um, earlier today, just like really our history and we haven't talked in years. Right. Yeah. But, but us talking now is it's like, I just talked to you yesterday, but I just started thinking back on like, like those long bus rides that we used to take together. Like we at first bus went right. to Goodville and you know, like I, just all the practices I mean. and all the time we spent for real yeah. Life goes so fast, man, and you forget about it do. Those, those, those times and those days, man. So face-to-face, eyes-to-eyes, bro, I just want to say I want to salute you for all your accomplishments, all your accolades, mm-hmm. man. I'm super proud of you, bro. Keep going. Keep winning in life. It, Keep being a provider for your wife and your family, man. And I just want to show you your love and give you your flowers, man, while you both still here, bro. Yeah, man.
0: Keep doing what you're doing. You already Keep know. people want that we know. The best you thing to know. do is each one teach one. Exactly. And you ever need something for me? You got my number. Whoever. Oh yeah. Yep. It's nothing. Just after no 8 5, every day. <laughs>
1: <in> the <morning. laughs> after, 8 5, yeah, after the kids go down. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, Shaq, it was good talking to you, man. We will definitely, we will definitely be in touch. Man, I'll definitely just be tapping in with you, checking oh, in no. with you, man. And uh yeah, man, we'll stay in touch. And, and y'all have a good weekend,
0: man. Love, man. All right, love. Peace. All right, bro. So, yeah, guys, I thought that was
1: a great episode 87. Um, Yeah, kind of full circle moment, man. Me and Shaq got a lot of history together, uh, playing together in high school um, at two different schools and, and watching his transition. And I played high school and college ball with his older brother. Um, so, yeah, I thought Shaq just had a really powerful story. If you listen to his whole entire journey going from Cleveland to Ohio State and then having some testing issues, having to go to Fort Scott and having to go to Iowa Western and then um, going to West Virginia and finally having some success and going undrafted and then getting the PFA and being with the Panthers and having a trial with the Redskins and then transitioning his life into, uh, you know, what he does now, having the family and everything like that, man. So I thought that episode was super powerful. If you watch this on YouTube, please subscribe to LeBron Dame TV. Please leave us a comment if you have a question. If you listen to this entire I, to this entire episode on Spotify or Apple podcast please rate us, please leave us a review, please download. As you know, listenership is one of the ways that we make money. Um, if you like this hat, you can find this hat at theaftereffectshow.com. Again, the theaftereffectshow.com. We got a few of these left. We got t shirts in black, t shirts in gray. We got some uh, stickers for your laptops. We got some magnets for your refrigerator. If you like what we're doing, if you like what we're building um yeah go to the after effects
0: show.com and support us until next time peace